Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk with me, Caroline Scott. In today's episode, we'll be hearing from the team behind Finding Home, the year-long multimedia project from Time, documenting the lives of Syrian refugee mothers and their newborn babies. Since last September, three journalists at Time have been intimately documenting the first year of life of four babies born inside refugee camps in Greece to encourage audiences to engage with the issues surrounding the ongoing refugee crisis. The project, which is being supported by a grant from the Pulitzer Centre on Crisis Reporting, will span almost the whole of this year, allowing people to get a closer insight into the harsh realities of day-to-day life for Syrian mothers as they try to get by with no hot water, flushing toilets or space to play with their children. Aaron Baker of Times Africa Bureau, who makes up the project's reporting team alongside videographer Francesca Triani and freelance photojournalist Lindsay Adario, explained to me why the publisher decided to embark on the project. People's eyes tend to glaze over when they hear the number of refugees coming into Europe, the European refugee crisis, what's going on. It's really hard to break through and make sure that readers or, or viewers are are really invested in the issue. And we thought the only way to really get through that sort of the numbers is to create a personal story that people could relate to. I don't think any one of us had that idea in the beginning. It was just sort of like, how do we tell a story that will make people pay attention? So I think somehow along the line, the idea of babies and motherhood came through. I mean, that's something that, you know, pretty much the entire planet can relate to. And at least, you know, half of the world's population has had children or could have children. So it all of a sudden became like the, the one thing that would would relate or would be relatable to to an audience. And, and break through that, that sort of ennui with, with the refugee situation. Arin and Time videographer Francesca Triani noted how the team tried to find women that the audience could connect to, noting that the four mothers they're following all have different stories to tell, from Ilem, a mother of five children, to Nua, a first-time mum. We immediately connected with the characters we ended up choosing. Um, Ilham is a mother of four, and she was expecting her fifth child. And then we had on the opposite spectrum someone like Noor, who is a first-time mom, and she's very much nervous about delivering a baby without the support system of her mom and her family. And we really tried to like find women that people could connect to. Another character, Taima, is just incredibly expressive and vocal and worried, and she has big dreams. But like any 24-year-old around the world, she is just now waiting to figure out what's going to happen to her life. So I think we just really tried to find families that uh, ran the gamut in terms of experiences and that people would eventually connect to in terms of video and in terms of photo, photography, and in terms of text, too. A lot of it was Lindsay and I walking around the camps and sort of pulling aside any woman that looked pregnant and asking her and started sort of delving into her life. We also, we were working with some of the hospitals, right, the two main hospitals in Thessaloniki, and, and pretty much had a little note in, in, at the midwife's station uh, in both of the hospitals saying, like, 
if you have a Syrian woman refugee coming in who is pregnant and about to give birth, please call us. So on two of our characters, Suwad and Taima, uh, that's exactly what happened. We came in on the day they were giving birth and started from there. And once we spent time with them, we started realizing, like, like these are characters that, that we're engaged with and we want to follow. So it was a lot of, a lot of uh, footwork and a lot of, of luck finding them. Yeah, and also there's the basic issue of finding women and families who are willing to be photographed. That's freelance journalist Lindsay Adario, who for the past 20 years has devoted her career to documenting the toll of war and other humanitarian crises on civilians. I asked her about her experiences in documenting such a troubling time for these women and their newborn babies. You know, we talked about looking for the, the right character, but there's also the issue of Syria has a deeply conservative society, so there aren't that many women who are willing to be photographed and in print. One of the things a lot of people don't understand is how much time a journalist or a photographer has to invest in a story like this in order to get intimate access. I mean, we really, um, there's such an incredible difference between the first time we met these women and their families, and now when we go back, we're essentially part of the families. And I think, of course, it's difficult to watch them struggle and to not be able to help them more than more than sort of being there and telling their stories, because I think... Um, you know, they've become friends to us and they've become more than just sort of subjects. And so I think it, it is hard to know that they're going through, they're, they're about to go through very difficult winters or they don't have the amenities that they had in Syria. But certainly um, there is something to be said for going back, revisiting the same families and the amount of trust that you gain and the amount of time that we put in. Obviously, we see them at more vulnerable moments. Videos, photographs and articles will be released throughout the year, depending on where the story takes these journalists. Francesca and Lindsay explained how Finding Home aims to engage the audience to make them feel connected to these families on a personal level. We're really hoping for people on social media to feel like they're getting updates from a friend or from someone who's really... Um, who's living very far, but they feel close. Like, it's, um, it's something that we experience every day as we're reporting. You know, we talk with the women every day, and they text us photos, or they tell us today it's cold, or I got new clothes, or, uh, you know, I had an argument with my husband. Uh, and I think we are going to try to tailor our Instagram account for the Finding Home Project. Uh, to feel like uh, very much, to have a very much conversational tone uh, and to feel like you're following in everyday life of what's going to happen to them. Um, and we'll also definitely do um, longer, more reported stories on the side, and there's going to be, you know, um, photo essays and more produced uh, video stories. But we also very much want people to feel like they are following their lives in real time. I, I think it's been wonderful so far. Like I've even seen people on Instagram like asking us like why the women chose their names for their babies or what's going to happen to them or how can they participate. Um, I had people like message, uh, messages trying to see if they can translate the captions for the photos in other languages. I've, I've seen like mom online, like tagging, uh, using the hashtag and sharing photos of their babies. <laughs> One of the things that we hope for is to touch people and to make them care about someone or a family or a woman, uh, a child so far away, especially 
something like Syrian refugees, where we see and we hear the numbers all the time, but it's very hard to access those people and to access what exactly are they feeling, you know, so we're really trying to make them human. And with this project, I, I agree with Francesca that the feedback has been really interesting because people immediately are asking, what can they do? How can they help? How can they get involved? You know, that's obviously as journalists, we have sort of ethical issues about how, what to do with those questions. But, you know, we certainly can um, point them in the right direction of organizations who are working for the refugees. And it just gets people involved and it, it, it makes them, you know, it gives them a place to channel their frustration with the with the international crisis. So what advice do the Finding Home team have for other publishers looking to carry out longer term projects? And what are the most important things to take into consideration? Here's Aaron. One of the things to do is take time. Um, spend time with your subjects. Spend more time. I mean, drink tea, gain trust, drink more tea. Like, I mean, Lindsay can talk to you about when she brings out her camera, but she never brings out her camera in the first probably two conversations with anybody we meet. So maybe, Lindsay, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think people have to understand that journalism and, and this sort of long-form journalism, which we don't get the luxury to do or see anymore because of budgets, really takes an investment of of just caring, getting to know the subject and caring about them. And it's not all about the end game, you know? I think sometimes we just have to sit back and see where the story goes or see where the character or the family takes us. And that's the beauty of this story. I mean, most of our time, you know, we're busy, we're working 12, 13 hours a day, but we're not necessarily doing anything for a lot of that time. You know, a lot of that time we're just hanging out and, and, and they're feeling comfortable with us and we're getting to know them. And, and we pick up, you know, I'll shoot, you know, a few frames every hour maximum, you know? So I think, a lot of this just has to do with selecting the right people or selecting compelling characters, which Erin was um, fundamental at. You know, she she really used her journalistic instinct to, to, to hone in on which characters. For me, I have different visual needs. So sometimes there are characters that visually I focus on that weren't necessarily in the story. Um, and Francesca is the same. She's an expert at video. So we all, while we all have sort of different fortes or different focuses within the context of the story, it was very important for us to overlap with the main women. And you can follow along with the content from Finding Home on Time's website and social media feeds. For more podcasts from journalism.co.uk, please visit our website.